Hello, everybody. I'm uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, no, yeah, that was. I really wanted to like like summon some sort of babushka <laughs> character, but like I could, I just couldn't muster it without like laughing. So like, I, I like once we started talking about soup, you, you, I couldn't keep it in anymore. This is hello. This is me, the boys in the void. Hello, everybody. We talk about soup here. We talk about soup. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler, not your babushka. I am your other soupy host, Nick. <laughs> Nick, last time we said we were going to talk about something. And this week, I believe it's, it, uh, it is time. Because it was predicted in the past that at some point in the future, this week, for example... We would be talking about time travel, and it's, or rather, sorry, more specifically, time travel in movies, or in TV, or in a, just good time travel plots versus shitty time travel plots. You, you are correct, sir. We do have something to talk about today. We, we talk about something sometimes on this show from time to time, and we talked about something last week, and we're going to talk about something this week. And the something this week is time travel. We've got a very special uh, first of something, um, something that I'm going to dub a slap fight. <laughs> got the, our very first slap fight this oh, week. Oh, yeah. And the slap fight, the slap fight is a head-to-head two time travel movies, Tenet and Back to the Future. So we watched these movies this week. Um, again, you know, I've seen Back to the Future plenty of times. Um, I'm sure, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Back to the Future, I've, I've seen it a bunch of times. I mean, I, I assume you've seen it a ton. That, that's, that's what I was going to say, but, you know, it's a, it's a, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to assume. <laughs> Make, that just makes an ass out of you and me. That's fair. So yeah, we watched uh, we watched Tenet and we watched Back to the Future uh, this week. Uh, man, we did watch them together. Uh, we were able to get Amazon to work, but then we we did have to. Uh, the YouTube was a little trouble, but we got them. We got them. We watched them, and we're just gonna talk about these movies head to head a little bit. Talk about uh, what works, what doesn't work, um, and this isn't so. So for me. This isn't so much of a uh, a harsh judgment of like a deciding like you know this you know I don't want to um, be overly harsh and be like you know this this is bad you know don't ever watch this unless it's worth that kind of like, criticism but I don't think that this is the uh, this is the platform for that because I don't know I'm just kind of a chill guy I don't want to be I don't want to be that bad I don't want to there's other you know, there's other sh- there's other shows for that where if you want to, uh, or, or you know, well, I'm speaking there. There I go speaking for both of us again because I do think that uh, I I'm gonna be a bit of a good cop here and you're gonna be a bit of a of a bad cop. Was, is that right, I was Tyler? Just about to say, uh, folks, it seems like what Nick is saying is that he's gonna be the good cop in this show, and uh, I'm gonna be the angry angry cop. So so yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you that that there's there might be something worth. I'm gonna try to find the. I'm gonna try to find the nuggets of corn, in this heap of shit. <laughs> uh, 
And Tyler's going to be mostly. I think you're just going to be mostly focused on the shit. I'm gonna. So yeah, you're going to point out that there's corn in this shit, and I'm going to point out that there is corn in this shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, very well. So, um, where uh, where do you where do you want to start? Uh, where do you want to start picking away at this thing? All right. Well, let's let's start with Tenet because. Oh my god. So We're just never going to leave Tenet, are we? I I'm going to I'm I'll make it a point to like to physically remove myself from talking about Tenet, but for now. <laughs> so what's uh what's this movie about, dude? This movie is about a All right, so there's a CIA agent who uh, the protagonist, if you will. Um and he is in a he's a He's in some, like, botched operation at an opera house, and he ends up getting tortured because he gets captured, and then he, he eats, he takes a cyanide pill, he learns, he then wakes up, and then the guy that was torturing him is like, hey, JK, cyanide pill was a test to see if you were loyal, and uh, then the protagonist is like, uh, oh, 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 all right. And so he ends up learning that there's this whole group called Tenet. And what happens is uh, he meets this scientist for the one and only time that she's in the movie. And she tells him that there are certain things, there, there are these objects that are being sent back in time. And the way that they're being, that the, uh, the way that that's done is they are in there. It's called inverting. Which is to say that at some point in in the future, they find a way to reverse entropy in specific things, meaning that it's uh it's it's time travel, but they you know they 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 didn't want to call yeah, it time travel. They essentially they, they, they did some sort yeah, of yeah they can they did it in their own fancy yeah, way, they, so they, they had to like, give it a fancy name. They can Benjamin Button objects essentially, and. So they keep yeah yeah kind of sort of yeah, they 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 start so they just start Benjamin buttoning these objects back in time, and they're sending them to a specific guy, this uh, angry Russian guy named uh, angry Russian guy, and he's played by Kenneth Branagh. Oh, I I think I I got this one for you. It's um. Uh... Andre Sater. Fuck. I don't I don't remember that from the movie. I had to in fact look that up. Yeah. I do in fact look up everyone's names, but you can, can go ahead and continue. That's fine. You're doing you're doing That's great. That's fine. Please uh just tell me tell me where I'm just yeah. Feed me information. Now you're doing great. So, Keep going. So the protagonist, he goes he finds out that like the it starts off with there's bullets where the the scientist that's talking to him is like, she puts the bullet on the table and she holds her hand up over it and the bullet flies up into her hand. And he's like, what does that mean? And she says, well, so what that means is at some point in the future, I dropped the bullet on the table. And so now it's just moving into my hand. Fun fact, she never drops the bullet on the table again. Uh, I need you, um, Tyler, I need you to start hitting me. With with broad strokes okay, sorry, because sorry. you've been summer you've been summarizing no no you're you're doing a great job the problem is that you've been summarizing for about four minutes and we are twenty minutes into this yeah. movie yeah so okay so essentially <laughs> yeah. so the bullets are being sold by an arms dealer 
He goes to the arms dealer, where at some point he meets Edward Cullen, and then they go on, like, a bungee jump trip to to find the arms dealer. There's a, a weird, like, knot twist where it's the, the real arms dealer's his wife. I, I don't... Fuck, whatever. And then she's like, okay, so I got the bullets from Andre Sater, from Kenneth Branagh. I'm gonna call him Gildor Lockhart. And so she says, I got the bullets from Gildor Lockhart. Uh, uh, sorry, that one went over my head. So uh, Kenneth Branagh was Gildor Lockhart in um, the uh, second Harry Potter movie. He was the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher that was uh, like a total sham. Anyway. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, so that was also the yeah. same guy who plays the weird Russian dude. So so then they go to to get to from the arms dealer to the guy who provided the arms dealer... They have to get to his wife, and she has something to do with art, and so in order to get to her, they make a fake drawing, and then... Yeah, he's he's blackmailing her because she bought a painting which turned out to be fake, which somehow got her involved in some sort of fraud or something. Yeah. I don't... It's not clear. And so they go... Yeah, like you're saying, they then go and... Uh, to an airport to steal the painting. Yeah, back. they go to an airport uh, to steal continue, the painting, though. and then they fight these two yeah. masked men who are inverted. So they they're like the whole fight scene is like the one. Some people are like moving backwards but still blocking and shit. And that was cool visually. Um, and then like I don't even know what becomes of that. They get the painting or they destroy it or something like that. And then it turns out that they didn't destroy it because the because Gildor Lockhart knew that they would or some shit like that. And he, I, I, like, something... Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're right. I totally forgot that it didn't even fucking, fucking matter at all because he knew they were yeah. going to do it. That's that's true. Yeah. Okay, go and ahead. So, so then they do something where, like, the protagonist goes to some boat where Kenneth, with uh, Gildor Lockhart and his wife are and... He like he he knows that he's not on his side, but then he takes him out boating or something after he threatens to kill him, and then something happens where the protagonist is like, "Hey, do you like opera?" And then for some reason he's like, "Oh, okay, no, I will not kill you." And then uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, also also the the wife the wife try his wife tries to kill him, but then he saves the protagonist life. saves. Um, him. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Which I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get back should... to that. I'm gonna circle back to that because. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. No, no. Because I'm sure that we're thinking of the same fucking thing. We are. We are moving. We are encroaching on a ten minute summary, and we're, we're trying to move quick. Yeah. Too. I'm sorry. It's but just <laughs> this is how bad this movie. All right. So, so he like he ends up winning Gilderoy Lockhart's trust. And then it turns out that the thing that they're after is some algorithm that, like, if he gets all nine pieces, he will invert the whole all of time. And he ends up... And that's bad. And that's bad. And so (laughs) they end up, like, there's a shootout, and there's, like, a car chase where Gilderoy Lockhart ends up shooting his wife with an inverted bullet... Which means that now she's like infected with reverse time, I guess, and so they have to go into yeah, the inverting yeah. <laughs> machine to fix her. But then they also have to make sure there's another machine that was built 
previous to where they are now because they're moving backwards through time. <sighs> yeah. And so you find out Yeah, so do you, I don't do do you need to do you need to keep going or or is the is the point kind of like kind of struck home? Well, I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm going to I will briefly summarize the rest of the movie. So Turns out, Gilderoy. I, I guess we better. Yeah. I guess we better press yeah. on. So Gilderoy yeah. Lockhart. So you find out that Gilderoy Lockhart um, is dying of a terminal illness, and he is. He has a dead man switch linked up to his heart. So whenever his heart stops, the the nine pieces of darkness uh, will all ignite and start inverting everything. And so his whole thing is he's going to. Uh, he's gonna kill himself during like. So he's like, okay, now the world dies with me or some shit like that. And so you end up like, then they go, they have to go back in time to get the pieces of eight before they, before they're planted in the ground or something like that. And then Edward Cullen uh, sacrifices himself and dies. And then you find out that, uh, the protagonist recruited Edward Cullen in the past because he moved back in time so far that he met him and like, I don't, I don't fucking know. And that's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean like, I guess, I guess, uh, I maybe, you know, spoiler alert. Um, if, you know, we, we kind of, if people didn't know, you know, we're already, we're already kind of gone through the whole movie already, but yeah, the, the main character realizes that he is the guy who invented Tenet in the future. So he continues forward from there uh, with that knowledge. Um, which is, I mean, that's kind of a cool yeah. idea. and then like, he ends um, up starting the whole organization. So, Tyler, I realized as you were describing, like in summarizing this movie, that I'm not going to be able to be much a very good, good cop. <laughs> <laughs> there's just oh man why don't we start let's start why, at the end let's, why you know what, let's only, invert this this review why, why have we only referred to this character as the protagonist up until now I'm glad that you asked Nick because our audience might be wondering <laughs> what is the name of this man who does uh, he's played by John David Washington the character's name is the protagonist Yep, he doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a He's name. just the protagonist. He's just the fucking and protagonist. And they refer to him as the protagonist in the movie. <laughs> Alright, dude. Yeah, for, all right, you know what? Fucking mask off. There are, There's no good cop here today. Trick um, question, folks. Yeah, dude. That is just so fucking sloppy. It's so fucking sloppy. That should. That is some first draft shit. Mm-hmm. That is some. You, you fixed that. Before that, you make a movie out of this. <laughs> fix it. <laughs> yes. So, so okay. So let's 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 start with. Um, oh my god! All right. So let's let's start at the ending, and then let's let's invert our whole thing. So the whole thing is, in order to oh like rescue these pieces of eight, they have to move in two teams. One is moving forward in time, and one is moving backwards in time. See, I actually thought that part was yes. cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought that that was the best part of the movie. It was the only part of the movie where the, their time travel shenanigans 
made sense and mattered. Well, not not so much. It all mattered to the plot, but what was happening was a clear to the audience. Right. In the moment. Right, right. So the whole thing there is that when... It, they, they called it a temporal pincer, where you get information from the team that's moving backwards in time. And then the team moving forwards in time can be like, okay, so this is going to happen at this point. We'll just do that now. And so that was cool. So... So there are more MacGuffins in this movie than there are in The Rise of Skywalker. And... It's a bold statement. Yeah, well, okay. But so you, like, you, I'm not going to argue because you laid it out to me before we recorded, so... Like, so they... So, okay, so, like, what's what's their endgame? Their endgame is to stop these nine artifacts that, when put together into an algorithm, will invert all of time. And so, in order to do that, they need to, as we find out in the at the end of the movie, dig it out of a hole in the desert uh, in Siberia... No, not in the desert, in, si- in uh, Siberia, in uh, the, the antagonist's hometown. And so, in order... Wasn't it, like... Wasn't it like gonna? Was it gonna explode or, or something? I don't even know. Or, or was it? Or like it? it, it like they? They just. It's not even clear. They, they just it. needed to go yeah. get. So it. they have to fix that in order to do that. <laughs> they gotta go get They it. need to. <laughs> they need to befriend. They need to find out where it is. And in order to do that, they need to befriend. Uh, the they need to befriend Gilderoy Lockhart, and so, in order to do that, they need to, find his wife. And in order to do that, they need to forge a painting. And in order to do that, well, they need to steal the they need to steal the the forgery, yeah, right? Yeah, they need to steal the forgery. And in order to in order to do that, they need to crash a plane into a terminal. And in order to do that, they needed to figure out who the uh, so they needed to figure out who the the ar- who the guy was. So they needed to speak to the arms dealer. And then in order to do that, first they needed to recruit the protagonist. But in order to do that, they needed to make him fake eat a cyanide capsule after a botched opera extraction operation. Tenet. Yeah, dude, it's it's a that's another one right there that that's that is some just convoluted first draft nonsense that you just you you just cut out because it's too complicated. And it makes and it's pointless to the movie. The whole thing where he needs to prove his loyalty to Tenet because Tenet's so super secret and exclusive is just fucking pointless. We don't even the character doesn't even have a fucking name. <laughs> like who, who, who proving his loyalty to what? Who cares? Right. We don't know anything. Like so. So you know how in in a great movie, let's let's take um, I don't know, Silence of the Lambs, for example. In the first No, let's uh can we can we can we keep it uh Yeah, sorry. sorry. Can we keep it let's, in the yeah, sorry. the lane yeah, we'll, the the ring we'll keep the it, boxing yeah. ring the lane of Back to the Future okay, yeah. if that's okay. Yes. So we're we're going to tie this into the Back to the Future. So let's take Marty McFly for example. Within the first 5 minutes of the movie, we know exactly who he is. We know what we know the kind of person he is, we know what flaws he has, we know the circumstances around his whole character like we know so much about marty mcfly within the first scene of the movie what do we know about the protagonist firstly not his name secondly 
We we uh yeah. So keep going. Sorry. Yeah, so no. Uh, secondly, we know that what he's a CIA agent and he's good at he's good at his job. Okay. Cool. 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 What do we know about what he values? Well, it might be loyalty because he ate a cyanide capsule. That's about it. That's pretty much where it stops. He's he's a good. That's good the thing soldier. is that. He's not so he's not so much a character as he is just a walking plot device. Yeah. We never see him we never see him not working. We never see what he's working for. We never see what what motivates him. He's just you know, he's just a Superman kind of character where he's he's good because it's good to be good. He's just a protagonist. You know, maybe maybe that was his name. Yeah, dude. But that's like um that's like how, like, do you think do you think Scar got his name before or after his Scar? You know. Yeah. Sorry, that was a that, bo- that kind of fu- that kind of fucks me up to think that was about, a bonus actually. round question. Ah, fuck. Well, that's that's really fucked up because like did so because either they were calling him Scar for no reason and then it became some sort of like strange you know self fulfilling prophecy, <laughs> or. They, he has a name, and they stopped using it yeah. after he got a facial scar, yeah. which is pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. His lines are assholes. Can you imagine his, na- his real name is, like, Jim or something, and they were just like, well, you have a scar on your face. <laughs> and then he was like, I'm going to kill my brother and take over. But, all right, so anyway. anyway um, <laughs> back to the ba- future. Back to the future. Back to the back to the back, future. Yeah, so, so that's, I have so many problems with Tenet. It's, like, it, it's, it was a good idea, very poorly executed it seems like christopher nolan was like okay so inception right and then everyone sitting around the table with him was like yeah 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 inception and he was like what if we did that kind of and then they were like okay all right well what else what else uh what else were you thinking and he was like that's it good visuals <laughs> that's that's yeah. it and then he was like we'll i'll get, take my money now yeah he's like we'll get kenneth brana and we'll get robert pattinson and they were like all right here's a bunch of money and then he was like oh wait a second sorry uh can we get michael kane in there too and they were like we don't have enough money and he was like okay how about one scene with michael kane and they're like okay but what's he gonna do he's like i don't know he'll just talk for a bit was what does his character... Doesn't he introduce him to Robert Pattinson or something? I, I don't fucking know. This movie... Half of this movie is exposition. And half of this movie is visuals. There is no character development. There's... The, the good... Yeah. Uh, there. The good of the movie is that, that last scene, the pincer move scene, where it's, a, it's an action scene where two squads are, are, are on a mission, like you said. They're on this mission where... One of the squads is moving forwards through normal time, and then the second squad is moving backwards through the inverted time. Right. And so the second squad, they like you said, they have the benefit of the knowledge of the the other squad who's already finished their move, even though they're moving at the same time. Yeah. It's a cool. Uh, it's a cool little thing, yeah. and it's a. It's one of the. Nolan had this really novel idea for this interesting time travel device. And instead of doing, focusing on having fun with that device, they dressed it up in an hour and a half of exposition that didn't even make sense because it was all building off of part. It was building off of a flimsy foundation It's characters that we have a really flimsy foundation. 
it's instead of spending 15 minutes in the convoluted opera scene, we needed to spend 15 minutes understanding why we needed to give a shit about this character at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And give them a name, yeah. for God's sakes. Yeah, honestly, I think this would have been a better Netflix series. Uh, I think if they had taken more time to be like, if we, I don't know, any fucking anything. I think I think that's a good that's a good take. I think that's a good take. If you took this this idea and you were able to give it the time to breathe with different concepts, like you know, different throw it at different angles through different episodes, uh, that definitely would have would have been good for the idea. You know, like um, get a whole episode about the protagonist, why he does what he does, why he's so loyal, why he's willing to just be like, all right, yeah, it's okay, just have me have me, you know, pronounced dead. And then I'll just join this secret society forever. Or, like, have something as to, like... So, like, Gilderoy Lockhart's wife in this movie, her whole... Mo- she has two main motivations. One is killing Gilderoy Lockhart, and two is protecting her son. We never see her son, except for, like... Like, like the back of his head a couple of times. We never see any... We don't see her with her son at all. The thing that she is, like, her whole motivation. We only see her attempt to kill Gilderoy Lockhart on a boat, which, by the way, if she'd succeeded, the movie's done. Because he, he had that whole thing. Uh, he had the, the heart monitor tied up to his heart. Right? So did he have it at that point already? Or, or, or not yet? But... Not yet, but in the past, because he inverted himself? Maybe. I don't know. So he could have had it, but we don't know if he had so, it. Okay. So, to your point, that's though, fair. That's fair. to your point, I, the, movie ends, the movie ends either because he, uh, he ends the world right there or because they save the world right there. Right. Right. So, like... Maybe... <sighs> I, I, but they didn't, you know... His that kind of leads so that leads further, right? They didn't. I want to. I want to hit. I want to keep going right there. I want to keep digging because I had some notes that uh, my closing thoughts and tenet, and this is good. Um, they needed him to live right there because the protagonist <laughs> needed the the protagonist needed to know uh, something about. Where he's getting, he you know he's our link to the art to the people from the future that are going to end the world in the future. So we have to keep him alive. But then they find out later that he's actually just going to kill himself and kill everyone at the same time. So why were people sending him stuff from the future again? Oh, I remember. All right, so they said because he was he's- in the right place at the right time. But that doesn't make any sense. Oh, oh, because because they would know. I guess, I guess you could see. I guess you could say it's kind of like a, he's working for them, but he's got his own plan, and his plan is that he's just gonna die. I just that's still just so. Just, what the? Yeah. So it, it was. It was just that was. That's literally his plan. Is I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna die. just die. Yeah. I'm gonna end the world, and and I guess. I guess. Well, people were helping him with that too, yeah. but they were help. Maybe they were. He was paying them. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I had another closing thought. Uh, it was a. Uh, <laughs> oh no! 
it, she got shot with an inverted bullet. Uh, those are so dangerous. You know, good, you know, too bad, too bad it was an inverted bullet instead of like, you know, a normal bullet. Cause then that would have been totally fine. Like, like, like that is such like, such, like, a, like it's equally dangerous. Like it was so, it's so contrived, you know, to just be like, uh, oh no, it's the reverse, reverse bullet and reverse bullets hurt you because they move through you backwards. Like, like but a uh, bullet, but a bullet also hurts you when it moves through you forwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's just as bad. Yeah, I, I didn't like she was, what was she like infected with reverse time? Does that mean I guess. that her wound is healing? What does that mean? I... I... Uh, uh. Alright, so back to the future. Um, yeah, let's... let's. Uh, yeah, I think I it's time to move on. We've... We have... We there was I think there was supposed to be a conspira- a comparison in this slap fight, but we we're just gonna slap the hell out of you for a little while, Christopher Nolan. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. We're sorry. still one last thing. We're fledgling. We are fledgling casters, <laughs> and we are still learning how to flap our wings. Yeah. Sorry. Look, Christopher Nolan, you did some great things. All right. The Dark Knight <laughs> was one of the best movies Jesus. ever made. You did an amazing job. Thank you for casting Heath Ledger. You uh, are brilliant please please have better editors that or please have like a braver council seated around you that are willing to challenge uh challenge you a braver council jesus i don't know but what like is this fucking dune i <laughs> yes uh there's fuck yeah so but so christopher nolan didn't he like wasn't that whole thing where like he he wanted theaters to open so people could see his movie yeah yeah i don't even want to go there because i don't want to i mean we can if we want but i don't want to uh i just don't want to judge him too harshly because he's i i i want to you know it's at the end of the day it's just it's just a movie yeah okay that's fair all right, all right, all right. he definitely he definitely I mean, if if we just want to cut some stuff later, that's fine. But like, he definitely should not have done that. Like, especially for this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember you were telling me there was some a, it, review that was like, "I can't believe Christopher Nolan wanted me to risk getting COVID to watch this movie." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he, uh, I don't know. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. It was a. Uh, I get where he's coming from. I just don't think. Uh, he understands that the danger, you know, he, you employ a bunch of people to make a movie, you know, you employ hundreds of people and those people got to get paid sooner or later. And maybe, maybe they're already paid. And if they, if they are, that just means that you owe a shit ton of money to the bank that you're, or, or your creditors or whoever, you know, your investors that are waiting to get paid back that they're not getting paid back until this movie releases, you know? Yeah. So he's under, it's kind of just the unfortunate situation of just being under the, the, the pressure to release, I think is what really influenced that. And so I do get that side of it, but then it's also the other side of it is Nolan. There's a pandemic going (laughs) Nolan. You need to chill for a minute. I'm not going to a movie theater right now. And it was, uh, it was, there was kind of a, something that was, uh, that kind of gets lost in the all of the people calling for businesses to reopen. You know, people were, 
you know, and not just movie theaters, you know, during, during last year, you know, it was, uh, this drumbeat of people that were talking about, you know, we have to reopen, we have to reopen because we're hurting the businesses. Oh, the government's hurting the businesses. And what I think what people were missing there is like, no, dude, I'm not going to the movie theater right now, whether the government says to do it or not, <laughs> because of the fucking virus. Yeah. So like, like, it's gonna people aren't gonna go no matter what right now. Right. You know. Right. So. So back to the future. <laughs> back to the future. We're never gonna talk about. It. I mean, we can talk I about just, it now. All right. Uh, like, I I want to talk. So as I think the perfect. <laughs> We're going to invert the slap fight right now. Um, this is my turn to do some inversions. Um, so if Tenet, if Tenet is... Ten, now, I want to say, overall, Tenet is visually entertaining. I think it's a fine... Uh, I think it's a fine Saturday or Sunday afternoon kind of movie. But uh, I think you want to save it for that, and you want to save it for when it... Uh, you save it for when it's, uh, it's on your HBO. You save it for when it's on your, uh, your streaming service. You don't, need to, you don't need to go rent it right now. No. But anyway, um, Tenet is com- is what where Tenet fa- fails is that it's it's complicated, it's too complicated, and where Buch- where Back to the Future excels is that it's simple. Yeah, simple things are good. It's it's just a simple, funny, heartfelt movie. Yeah, so that you don't need to understand exactly how the time travel works. All you need to know is that there's a time travel machine in the DeLorean. It, it runs on plutonium. You get up to 80 miles per hour. You travel back in time. That's right. You don't need to know anything else. It, it works because it does. You, Mar- Marty, Marty getting chased around by his mom who wants to bone him in the past for, for the whole movie is funny. It's just funny. <laughs> it just makes for a good, simple plot. Yeah. And it's easy to, like, the whole time throughout, you are never lost about what's going on. It doesn't have to make perfect sense, but the causality of it within the movie, the internal logic of the movie, makes sense. And we even have, um, you know, we have, like, handy, handy plot devices to let us know how things are going in the time travel and how things are, like, how what he's doing marty's doing is affecting the you know the future you know you all he has to do is look at the photo and see if he's still disappearing or not right right we have direct consequences we have direct cause we have characters that we can relate to the just three things that's it and it's so it, it has it's it's got these very subtle clever moments too uh peppered throughout um some of them are just some really nice uh just some really nice sarcastic jokes uh one of my favorites is uh i love when uh doc in the past sits marty down and he they're they're going they're going through the plan uh wait so should let me back up do we need to explain back of the Fu- back to the future to the audience like we did for Tenet? I don't think so. Um, no. Because probably not. Doesn't need an intro. It doesn't need an introduction. No. And if you haven't right. seen Back so, to the Future, I won't be offended if you stop listening to go watch Back to the Future, because you should do that. You should actually stop listening right now and go watch Back to the Future. Do yourself a fucking favor, mate. It's so good. It's yeah. Back to the. 
Back to the Future is is a good movie, and it's it's two hours long, but it's not going to feel like two hours. It's a, it's a fun romp. The sequels are pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, so we were talking about oh yeah, so the the Doc and Marty uh, yeah D- Doc sits Marty down, and he has this Doc has built this ridiculous diorama <laughs> of the entire town out of paper. And like models, and it's this really ridiculous, elaborate thing. And he says to Marty, he says something like, uh, "Oh, sorry, Marty, I only I could only whip this up quick. I didn't have time to to paint it and give it color." And Marty Marty just stares at it blankly for a couple of seconds. He's like, "Well, yeah, that's okay, Doc." You know, it's <laughs> just this great moment. This that that communicates. Um, you, know, you it communicates so much about Doc's character, to the you know, uh, which. Which is already well established, but it's just another another great moment. Um, another one. So there, and the movie has all sorts of great um, little character moments like that. But it also has some clever plot moments. You know, there's a um, when when Doc uh, and Doc and Marty first meet up uh, for the first time to to test out the time machine. They meet up at this mall. That's the the Two Pines Mall. And so they travel back in time. They uh, Marty travels back in time. He uh, he's at the the farm that was there before the mall was created, and it's it's Twin Pines Farm. And as he's getting chased off, he knocks down one of the two the two uh, little pine trees that's sitting on the farm. And you know, long story short, he gets back to the future, as the you know the name implies. Uh, he and he goes back to that same mall, but because he knocked over the tree in the past. It's not the Twin Pines Mall in the future anymore. Now it's called the the Lone Pine Mall. It's just like a simple, it's just a simple little background detail that you know. I think they eventually, I think they eventually mention it. They reference it in the, in the later on in other movies, but they never. It's just a background detail that you would just have to be paying attention to 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 spot yeah. in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the attention to detail is incredibly good. And, and Tenet Oh, no, sorry, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Good, good. Uh Tenet tries to have some similar moments where the characters are um they they fight two masked people and it's only later that we find out that the masked people were actually them from the future. Uh, and then there's, um, you know, there's that part where they're getting, uh, they're getting chased, you know, by, um, you know, a car that's driving backwards at them. Right. Um, but it, uh, it doesn't, um, with, without the, without the heart, you know, without the heart, without, um, without a well-established, uh, you know, a well-established plot, well-established, um, internal logic, these moments just fall flat. When I saw the car driving backwards in Tenet, I thought to myself, wow, it would be really funny if there's a moment where they're running from someone who's running backwards at them. But no, <laughs> but no, that would be too stupid. There's no way they actually do that. And then there's that fucking happens in the movie. Uh, oh, my God. I do, I, so, I want to... So, okay. And that's not to say... Look... Back to the Future, like, there are inconsistencies, there are plot holes. Yes, of course. But it doesn't... 
It doesn't like. Are there? Well, I mean, sure. I mean, I don't know. There, there's like, so there's there's conveniences and there are plot holes, whatever. But like, I think just the 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 time travel itself just doesn't really, um, you know, it doesn't really need to. It in and of itself is kind of a plot hole. It just works. I mean, sure, but like, so I mean, I'm I'm mostly talking about. But like, uh, I mean, even that, I, I'm actually I'm gonna take that back. I I don't think that's a plot hole. That's I now, I, I'm being uh, I'm fanboying for Back to the Future right now. <laughs> but I the, demand to see your papers, sir. So like plot holes. Show me the show me the papers. All right. So I mean, it's like, so like just in that like, it's just it's very convenient that like. The guy's gun jams like right as he's about to shoot Mar. I don't know. Like there's there are there are conveniences that fine, but like but that doesn't it doesn't take away from from the overall narrative. Oh sure sure that's that's true. So I, I would agree that the movie that's something that's something it's it's got those kind of old movie tropes. Yeah yeah. I think that's that's fair. Right. That that's a fair point yeah. about. But like. Um, that you you get you get one slap in on Back to the Future, just one little dance. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, that's the thing. That's my that's really my only slap. And of course, like you know, there is there are some jokes that like nowadays are probably not not the best thing. But like the probably wouldn't wouldn't go in if they oh, did. Oh yeah, but, like, but those there, are that's a good point. There were a couple of jokes that don't age well. Yes, uh, in Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's two slaps, just two little beep beep. Yeah, that's like two slaps on the wrist, Back to the Future, fine. But like, as far as the characters, we know exactly what they love, we know what they stand for, and we know why they stand for them. We know as far as the uh, the reason why they're going back, it's, it's exact. Marty wants to go back in time to save Doc. Or of course... At that point, he just wants to get away from from the people that are trying to kill him, which fine. And then he right, he ends like he up... just he it's it's a total uh it's a total accident right. because he gets you know he doesn't even realize that he's traveling back you know he just is trying to escape and he gets you know sent back right. and then and then well the the plot of the movie is the name of the movie he needs to get back to the future <laughs> right exactly so so there's that and then we also know who the antagonist. The antagonists are, and so in in some sense, the antagonist is time. They're just in a race against time. So it's uh, there. There's um the three, uh, the three uh, verses in uh in writing. I don't remember what the rule what it was called. There was like man versus nature, man versus man, and man versus society. In this one, it is man versus nature. Uh, Marty needs Marty and Doc need to race against time to get him back to the future. But then it also becomes man versus man. Uh, sorry, there's four. There's also man versus self, um, and that also comes up. It's pretty much everything except man versus society in Back to the Future, because Marty needs to handle Biff, and he needs to help his father. Yeah, he does. Um, in a way, in a way, him he does have to navigate the the 1950s society. Right. But that doesn't really that that's not even. You know, at that point, I'm just trying to, to, to jerk off Back to the Future as much as possible. <laughs> um, because he doesn't... That's 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 never an obstacle for him. Right. You know? Right. He's always... That's actually something that, um, you know, Marty... Marty's an interesting... Like, so, so uh, Marty, as a protagonist, I feel like he could absolutely be a character 
in a movie today. He holds up so well yeah, as, as a character. Absolutely. You know, he's just like very witty and heartfelt. And he gets the environment is never an obstacle to him because he just skateboards through it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Marty, Marty with his trusty skateboard is almost like a that that right there is like a. Uh, it's almost pulpy. Marty with his skateboard is pulpy. It's like a, uh, you know, it's like a detective with their, 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 their dead eye with their revolver mm-hmm. or the, the cowboy with their lasso. Yeah. That's, that's Marty and his, and his board. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair statement. So, like, we have, so we have Marty McFly. We have just a great, I, in my opinion, a fantastic performance by Crispin Glover as his dad. Oh, yeah. So George, so I love the char- All the characters in um, Back to the Future are very memorable, uh, and that character too, George. George fucks me up, man. George really fucks with me because uh, I just like, like that's my nightmare. Is that like, like I come off as like a George, like you know, like you see, like you you feel like that, like you're you're George to society. That is my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we just—it's—it's it's so good. I. Biff is a Biff is in a just a, such a memorable uh, villain. Yeah. And then all of the iterations of Biff, and it becomes even Biff becomes even more enjoyable as you watch uh, the whole trilogy. Um, yeah. Of movies. Absolutely. So like you have these wonderful characters that you fall in love with like you get you end up but the cool thing to me about about back to the future one of the cool things firstly is everything that christopher lloyd everything about christopher lloyd is is great i love the faces that he makes uh just the the amount of effort that went into that character for him is so good. Can you imagine if we got anyone that made a third of the effort in Tenet? Oh, I don't... So, I think that they they made a lot of effort in Tenet. It's just that the effort was just not planned well, and so it was all over the place. You know, like, you talked about the... uh, Christopher Lloyd's like expressions, you know, that was such a great thing in Back to the Future, how overly, overly expressive his character was and how that, um, not him, but all, just all the characters actually were, they're almost, uh, they're almost caricatures of human beings except for outside of Marty. Um, but that it works, it works so well and it, uh, it goes such a long way towards, uh, establishing these characters in your mind and understanding who they are and who their motivations are and why you should care about them when you watch the movie right. and care, you know, care about, you know, these are, these are these things that um, you might not necessarily know or be aware that it's happening, but you know that the movie held your attention. You know that you cared about the characters all the way through. Right. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a far stretch to think that they are super relatable. Like, their problems are not because we don't have time machines, but the characters are relatable. 
in their their reactions to things you know like marty mcfly what would you do if you were trapped in the past you know would you try and take advantage of things maybe would you uh, like if you accidentally fucked something up would you try and fix it because you're starting to disappear probably yeah marty they're all relatable too you know marty marty is just a, he's a teenager who just you know he he fucked up and now he now he needs to unfuck his fuck up <laughs> yeah. so he can get home yeah uh, Doc, you know, Doc is this, uh, this kind of crackpot scientist who never had a project that actually succeeded until the time machine, um, which part of why, how they got in this mess in the first place is they, you know, they didn't even think it would ever, part, part, part of them probably never even thought it would work. Mm-hmm. You know, Biff is just, Biff is just Biff. There's a, <laughs> there is a Biff in every, uh, you know, in every town, yeah. uh, you know, in United States, there's at least one in every, in every town in the world, even sure. Uh, they're just that's just a person that we all know exists. They're the <laughs> Biff is the representation of like the dark side of man. Um, Marty's parents are great both in the past and in the future. Um, all of their versions of them, um, they're not meant to be more than side characters. Right. That they're, they're they have like a distinct role, but it's uh they play it well. Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, uh, and then there's uh, well, then there's Marty's girlfriend, but then that's uh, they they switch through characters, and that's kind of an interesting kind of kind of. I don't I don't have strong character attachment for for Marty's girlfriend. I don't know if that's weird. No, it's, it's she she doesn't she doesn't do anything in in this movie. She is she she does nothing. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. She actually is not pretty much not in this movie yeah. except for the beginning and yeah, the end. Marty Marty just is like, hey, I've got a girl. That's pretty much that's the extent. This of it. is true. But like, like I said, Marty running from his mom the whole movie is fucking great. I love how, and so to my point before about how they're like deliberately uh, supposed to be one dimensional. I love how they keep cutting to her throughout the movie. And every time she's just like, he's such a dream. Like, and that's her like only line about him. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I have I don't have enough good things to say about Back to the Future. Like, shit. So. Agreed, man. And it's just one movie. All right, so yeah, this slap fight, I think, was a slap massacre. Yeah, <laughs> slapsicker, if you will. Yeah, it's a slap. Is that is that the verdict? It's a slapsicker? I think so. Uh, Tenant's not, Tenant, Tenant, you don't, Tenant, he don't look so good. <laughs> oh, he didn't, he didn't slap so good. <laughs> yeah. Tenet just... That's the... Mm. That's... All right. So the final verdict, he didn't slap so good. All right. <laughs> that's the first slap fight, ladies and gentlemen. I think we're going into the bonus round. I think so. I think so. So, folks... What, uh... How, how are we getting there? How are we getting there? I think we're gonna go, uh... Invert some, uh... Some trees. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go put my put my slapping hands on ice. Thank you. Thanks. We're gonna go ice our hand. Tyler, how are your slappers? I, I put them on ice. 
We're feeling good. They're a little cold, but they, they don't feel tingly anymore. So that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, mine are, mine are, mine are a little tender, but, but I'll be all right. Yeah, good, good, good. Welcome back, everybody, to the bonus round. Good to have you here. Hope that you also had a lovely, lovely bonus round. We're about to get into it. Uh, Nick, do you have... Do, do you want to go first? Narsonabit. That's that's oh the bonus God. round. In, inverted. <laughs> you gotta play that part backwards. Oh. My God. You like that? You know, I can do it one more time. Narsonabit. Hit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I guess there the you go. the backwards the backwards more of like an if 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 oh man you gotta right. do the th well, noise but uh thanks for that Nick <laughs> yeah no problem uh, so yeah I'll go first uh, so <laughs> I wanted to ask you um you know a lot of times you know especially in in time travel movies there's these uh it's all about the uh, the movie plays out with all the chaotic you know consequences of time travel you know oh no you're gonna you're gonna mess up this or mess up that you know like how you know in, in Back to the Future you know the whole movie happens because Marty accidentally prevents his own birth from happening by intervening uh, in, in a in a particular moment right and then he has then he has to undo his mistake the rest of the movie and. Um, what I want to ask you about is, I, you know, I was thinking about it, and, you know, I was like, you know, there's got to be some, there's got to be some things that you can get away with in the past that are totally harmless and wouldn't, <laughs> and wouldn't affect anything at all. And so that's, that's what I want to talk to you about, man, this bonus round. I got a few ideas, and I'm going to, you know, I, I want to know if, if you got any ideas, you can hit me with it, but if not... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you how it is because I think there you could get away with some shit. Okay. All right. So hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. It's a. Uh, well, let me let me do a little bit of research here, because maybe not maybe not 1955, but let's 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 do a little googling. Let's do a little googling. Oops. I was I was googling McDonald's and I typed the McDonald's. So McDonald's, oh, perfect. McDonald's was founded in 1955, because that's the year I wanted to use. Nice. So you travel back. You travel back to the year 1955. You line up at a McDonald's, and you you buy a burger from a McDonald's, same as anyone else that day. Okay. You just eat a burger. You eat your meal by yourself, and you leave. How 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 have I done something that's going to affect the future right here? All right, tell me, right. tell me, what so, have I done? All right, so the, in the short term, I guess it depends on where you're coming from. Because if you're coming from 1956 and you're going back a year, probably not much. But if you're going like way ahead, actually, also probably not much. <laughs> But that's the thing, right. like, but that's the thing, like, you don't, like, because we don't know, like, because you don't know the, the like, the ripple effect, because, like, if, okay, so, for example, let's say you eat your hamburger, 
You throw out your garbage. You leave. Perhaps the person that was sit that was sitting that was supposed to sit where you were going to sit had to go to their car instead to eat. Now they're feeling bad. They go home. They yell at their kid. Their kid then internalizes it. And then that feeling builds. They then resent their their parent. And then that resentment builds and builds and builds until they become a new serial killer. And I mean, it's, I mean, look, I th- it's, if you, I think maybe, I think, but that's a bit of a stretch. I think they were going to sit down in the McDonald's. Yeah, it's a huge. I stretch. think that I think that I think I could get away with this. I think I could do it, man. I could, I could, and you could pick even. You could even pick other fast food joints. Damn. If you do, if all you do is you walk in, same as anybody else, you buy something with money, American currency, and you leave. You just eat it and you leave. I call you have not fucked with the future. I'm fucking I'm calling bullshit. You have not fucked with the future. You could absolutely get away with that. Damn. You're a bold kid. I Arnold. mean I think it's possible, but I think it's it's a bit it's a stretch. See, I think it's a stretch. Damn. Because I... they were going to make they were going to make that many burgers that day anyway. You just bought one of the burgers they were going to make that day. I That's think, it. I think you would need to be very 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 specific about when you were going and how long you were going for. I think you would need to, if you're going to go back in time and specifically just like, I don't know what, for the lulls, just go back in time to not change anything, then you would need to specifically plan out when you were going to go because there are specific points in, like, you know, you would need to do a ton of research in the most remote, nondescript location. What if you're traveling from the future and meat is scarce? And so the, there's a very good reason to travel back in time to experience this. I mean, yeah. Then go, go to that... Like, you'd go to that one McDonald's when it was, you know, a very busy day. Or maybe a very slow day. Because that's the thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know if... I, I would never fuck with time travel. Like, ever. Because it's just... It's it's so risky. It's so fucking risky. Yeah, you know, I probably I probably wouldn't either, but it's fun to think about. Yeah. I've got another... Because I got another one. Oh. Right, I got another one. Ooh. So, you... You look up... You know, you look up... Uh, houses, you know, on some sort of real estate website. You know, you look up details, you know. You find, uh, you find a house... Uh, maybe maybe it's a ideally it's a remote house you know and uh, perfect situation is a house where you know the year it was built but nobody knows who built it okay right and so you travel back in time and you build that house <laughs> and you build that house okay because now you have you have taken complete control over the situation. You've removed the uncertainty from the causality because you are directly responsible for the thing that's happened. Um yeah. And you could and you could do if it's unknown, maybe maybe not only maybe it's an unknown sell, maybe the seller's anonymous too, right? You know, I mean that's a thing that you could do, right? So maybe the seller is you and you're just flipping the house to yourself in some sort of weird like, you know, situation where you, like, you know, 
when you come back to you know the normal time, you now have the money from like you know buying and sell like building and selling the house. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 I could. I could see that. But then I don't know. Paradoxes are really weird. I don't. I can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> yeah. So what if? That's the thing. That's the thing. What if because you came up with this idea, now now if you don't travel back in time, you create the paradox because now the house ne- because you were always supposed to go back in time. Yeah. And go and create that house. Yeah, I don't know. I just paradox. We have are... to go make the house, Tyler. I mean, you're right, and we will. Um, <laughs> that's the only way we have to save the the world the yeah. timeline tyler yeah that's that's fair we we need to meet robert pattinson <laughs> first i think and get him to help us uh because we helped him but not before he helped us but uh oh yeah it's gonna be it's no it's gonna be great we're gonna we're gonna build a house in inverted time and then you know the the I'm gonna I'm gonna step on an inverted rake. It's gonna be great. It's an gonna in- be a funny movie. Oh my god, step on an Jesus. I, yeah. I. Wasn't there something during the week we were talking about? Like oh, you were saying, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So they pulled his teeth out when they were torturing him. Oh yeah. And we were like, how does he have a full mouth of teeth? And then they said something like. Did did they did they address it? Or oh yeah, they, so let's talk. Yeah, like, so in, th- that's a, in the beginning. We're, plot twist. We're we're, we're going to take one final dunk on Tenet before we call it a night. <laughs> Our hands aren't um, iced enough. Na- now that I've now that I've proved you can get away with time travel, we're going to get away with with another one <laughs> final slap. Um. So in the beginning of Tenet, he, the mink, the protagonist, he gets tortured and he gets really viciously tortured. The description, like, not only is there uh, they make it. They make it a moment to show us that it had like an hours of torture, uh, but the, they tell us that a bunch of teeth in the bottom half of his mouth. I think that he said like half of his teeth is what he said, or something like that. Um, got pulled out, and then the the person he's talking to is just like, "Oh." We- we, we fixed your mouth. We got you new teeth or something st- like that. And it's, just, it's never brought up or mentioned or affects the character. It's never e- ever again. It's just like a p- total plot contrivance. So, like, so yeah. <sighs> fucking garbage. So then did they invert his teeth? Like, yeah, fucking... did they give him mouth surgery? And did they just, yeah, like, that, wait? That, that's, they inverted <laughs> his teeth, so they went back in. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> Fuck! It's so. Oh my god. (laughs) All right, I think that's a wrap. Ah, Jesus. All right. Well. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. We'll have to. uh, We'll have to. uh, I don't know if we have another slap fight on deck, but uh, stay stay tuned for for slap fights for uh, you know all of our all of our regular bullshit. Thanks everyone. Thanks thanks for coming out. And, uh... bye Thanks for watching Back to the Future. Hey, thanks for joining us in the void. If you like what you hear, give us a review on iTunes and Spotify. You can also find us on Twitter at MTBATV. 
You can also send us an email at me, the boys, and the void at gmail.com. That's me, the boys, and the void. No symbols, no ampersand in there. Send us your hot takes, your shower thoughts, your bathroom graffiti ramblings, and they might make it on the show. Feel free to take cheap shots, too. You can do it anonymously with zero consequences. I read every email, and if you play your cards right, I might even take it a little personally. We'd also like to thank Scopy Magazine for having us on their network. We'll see you all next week here on the couch. All right, that's it. Go on, get out of here. Float on, you weirdos.